Welcome to episode 5 of Cheesesteaks and Dragons. My name is Kevin. And this is Noemi. Today we're going to talk about Gen Con 2021, Pathfinder's latest playtest, and D&D Celebration 2021. And for our cheesesteak review, we're going to be reviewing a roast pork sandwich from Denix. Let's talk about Gen Con 2021. Alright, I'm all ears. This is an event that was definitely changed by being run during a pandemic. Uh, neither of us went this year, uh, mostly because it's very far away, but also because is it safe to travel right now? Is it safe to be in large groups of people? Who knows? Uh, they did reduce attendance for the event uh, drastically by about 60% based on these newspaper articles. Mm -hmm. Masks were also mandatory through the event. A large number, uh, number of the big publishers, uh, the big companies, all backed out. Uh, they just weren't sure it was safe to do. It's very expensive to attend an event like this, having uh, big displays and all that. Right. Uh, but a lot of the indie developers looked forward to it and said, this is our time to shine. This is our chance to get some spotlight that we wouldn't otherwise. So this is the conference that's in Geneva, Wisconsin? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's initially started uh, by the crew behind D&D. Oh, the guy Gagas. Yeah, but the, some of the word around the convention... Uh, Called online is game developers sharing stories about long shipping delays, high costs. Uh, a lot of these things are shipped from China, uh, the, the costs of just paper and, and making parts. Mm -hmm. And who knows, the prices of board games might be going up. Oh, no, I've been reading, they have been going up. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There was also a huge online presence for Gen Con. Uh, we started looking through, and there was just endless streams of uh, Twitch events going on, Twitch demonstrations, just games played. Uh, we looked through them. It's, you know, I don't know if there was a lot to, to our interest, but one group that did uh, was Paizo. Paizo did uh, back out from Gen Con. They did, there was mostly an online presence for them, but they had made a big weekend of it. They had live play games uh, all weekend over Twitch. They had lengthy discussions and, and sort of uh, Q&As about up upcoming books, uh, Guns and Gears and The Lost Omens Grand Bazaar for Pathfinder. And Galactic Magic for Starfinder. They also announced a new rulebook called Dark Archive, which has new player options and mini adventures based around the occult. And a new adventure path called Bloodlords, where you can play as undead in the country of Geb. No, I mean, I know you love occult stuff. I know you love undead stuff. What do you think of these new books? I mean, I've recently just dived into the occult. With oh, my okay. last two kind of uh, Pathfinder, I have a, a bard who uh, kind of is a little occultist necromancer. And then I mm -hmm. have someone that's definitely an occultist. I'm excited. I feel like there's not a lot of content for it. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where this stuff leads and what kind of like cool stuff um, is available. We'll just have to find more people to play this one with. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you say there's not a lot of content for it, but they have a new book coming out. And so they're now having uh, uh, like this, the new adventure coming out. And now they're having this book, Dark Archive, to mm -hmm. support that. They're having another book called uh, The Book of the Undead coming out to support that. That's a lot of uh, research material to help you come up with characters or information or help game masters. Yeah, I don't buy a lot of books, but I think this one, when it comes out, I'm definitely going to buy it. All right. Let's talk about the Pathfinder playtest. Whenever Paizo is releasing new classes for their games, uh, they release a an early version of the class for 
uh, players to look at, to test, to play with, and they're given about a month to use it in games and uh, give feedback to Paizo, which they look at, they incorporate, they make changes. And then typically the final class gets released about a year later. In this case, uh, it's new classes getting uh, released in the book, Dark Archive. So this is like the Unearthed Arcana version from D&D. It kind of is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's putting out material, looking for feedback. Uh, Paizo looks for more specific feedback, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have like specific forums they look at, and then they... It's for something that they say is definitely coming out. When sometimes Unearthed Arcana is just sort of pitching ideas oh, and right. see how people feel about it. Right. Uh, so for this, there are two classes coming out uh, for Pathfinder. One is a Psychic, and the other is called a Thaumaturge. Mm-hmm. A psychic is an occult spellcaster that uses uh, psychic power instead of traditional spellcasting. And they use focus points to sort of power up their spells. So can you explain what a focus point is? Sure. So a focus point is... uh, I'll I'll back up a little bit. So when you cast a spell normally, it uses uh, a a spell slot. Mm -hmm. Something that you can sort of recharge overnight. So you can have a certain number of spell slots per day. A focus uh, focus spell is something that, or a focus point that uses, or focus spell that uses focus points. Excuse me, uh, is something that you can recharge very easily, like with just ten minutes of like resting and, and uh, replanning things. Okay, all right. So the idea is something you can use every fight instead of once per day. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The other class, the thaumaturge, it's kind of like a monster hunter that uses uh, knowledge of creatures to exploit their weaknesses and do extra damage. So these guys use weapons or are they just magic guys? No, they use weapons. They don't technically use magic at all, although it's, it feels very magical. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the ones who would look at a, say, look at a werewolf and say, oh, he's immune to silver. Let me pull a little silver out of my package or rub a little silver on my sword and then I'll do extra damage. So you have to assume that they carry this stuff with them. Yes. So if you look at the official art of the uh, the Thaumaturge uh, character, mm-hmm. sort of the iconic character of that, he is carrying tons of things on his body. Okay. And it's a little bit like... Uh, uh, An artificer? No. Uh, ish, but it, it's sort of things where just they, 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 quote, have it on them. Okay. So it's not like, say, oh, I have an inventory full of all these different things that will be useful in different situations. It's they just happen to have it on them okay. in like a back pocket. Okay. And the funny thing is, if the monsters didn't have a weakness, which a lot of don't, uh, they just create a weakness. They just invent one on the spot. Okay. So like, oh, hey, that wolf, like, it doesn't have any weaknesses as far as I know, but maybe this, you know, this weird smell or this uh, uh, funny material, they, they mysteriously hate, and only I know about that. Oh, okay. All right. So one other thing that we saw online was the D&D celebration. It's uh, the Future of D&D panel. Their 50th anniversary is coming up. So there's a lot of stuff between that and the next couple years. So they talked a lot about the next evolution of D&D, which was so vague. Like nobody really knows. And they kept it vague on purpose. That's a big announcement, though. No, it was, it was pretty big. I mean, it hit like all like the news uh you know, places online, like, within, like, hours. So, um, there's going to be some new stuff coming up. There's going to be a new version of the game's core rulebooks, which is going to be compatible with the current 5th edition. 
And that kind of like people like that started a lot of chatter online. You know, there's some speculation it's going to be a 5.5 like edition. Some people saying, oh, look, six editions coming out. But most people tend to say it's probably going to be an update. Um, so, the you know, there's a D&D movie coming out in 2023. So I think all of this stuff is going to be coming out together because, you, you know, D&D, they're all about like, making big noises, mm -hmm. selling, selling us a bunch of stuff, so let's all save our money for mm. all the 50th anniversary stuff yeah. that's going to be coming out. They want some big headlines, and they want to have some stuff to sell right as when, when the headlines hit. Yeah, no, I think this would be pretty big. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so more info on this next year, but uh, stay, on, stay online, read all the articles, and we can all kind of follow this together. The other big stuff that's been coming out on D&D, there's some new books or new revamped books. Um, the one that a lot of people have been talking about is the Mordecai Presents Monsters of the Universe. There's going to be two alternate covers for this one. This is supposed to come out early next year, but we'll see with the production delays whether or not um, that's going to happen. It would have been cool if it had come out around Christmas time, but we'll true, all wait. True. So this is just a compilation or of an update of material. They're going to have... 30 playable races, 250 monsters. I think a lot of these are just updates. Um, so one of the big things people were talking about some of these monsters is the stat blocks. They're trying to make the monsters easier to run. Okay. Which I've always gotten confused as a DM, looking at the stat blocks and trying to figure out what's more important, what do I need to pay attention to. Sure, So yeah. I appreciate something that's a little bit easier. This is going to be part of a rules expansion gift set that's coming out. So it's going to be this book. There's going to be a new printing of um, Tasha's Cauldron, and there's going to be Xanathar's Guide is going to be included in that, along with a DM screen, a slipcase, all for the grand price of $169.95. So that's very expensive. That's a little pricey. Especially when we're dropping $40, $50 for a new book, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, luckily, I own the other two books. So the other <laughs> one I'm interested is the Mordecai one, but I'm going to page through it before I decide whether or not I'm going to do that. They also mentioned a new podcast. Really? Um, but nothing about it. So, okay. yeah. So we'll see uh, when that's going to come out. Mystery. So, All right. Uh, mm -hmm. There's also been some fan speculation that D&D is going to be revisiting two classic settings in addition to the uh, update or the new Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft stuff that came out. Some people said they were thinking it might be Greyhawk, which is something that was Gary Gygax had a lot of work in in the very beginning of the D&D. That was his original setting, right? It was, yes. Yeah. The other two that seem more plausible is Spelljammer and Dark Sun, which are both second edition D&D stuff. So Spelljammer, which, you know, I'm sorry to say this, I kind of was like, oh, it's like it's like Starfinder, right? When actually, you know, <laughs> Starfinder is like Spelljammer. It but, is, though, yeah. Yeah, in a way. so they are playtesting content on Unearthed Arcana. So it's basically, for those of you that are unfamiliar with either Starfinder or Spelljammer, it's D&D in space. Um, they've got new, well, new races, not new to old players, but new to some of us. They're going to have an astral elf, an auto gnome, which is a really cool, like, tiny robotic gnome. It's adorable. <laughs> a gif, a hatazome, a plasmold, a tribe queen, which I think is like a grasshopper looking thing. Um, these are all from Spelljammer. So these are all of them are going to be part of the play test. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Then 
The Dark Sun campaign, which seems to be possibly the second one that they're going to be working on, hmm. this is a campaign setting in the desert world or Forgotten Realms. So it's a post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic. So think of Mad Max if you're a fan of Mad Max. So apparently this is a very kind of like dark release. Mm. It's kind of like the struggle of survival, and this was released in the early '90s. So okay. um, that'll be totally different for D and D because even though there is violence and killing and stuff, right? It's never like super dark. Like I know there's other RPGs that kind of take that that route. Like if you want something more kind of realistic and bloody and stuff, sure. So uh, I'll be interested to see what this stuff is. And so Starjammer is is flying around spaceships, going from planet to planet. I Basically. Assume. Uh, Dark Suns, is that like a different world or is that on the same? Is that you said that's the yeah, same as the Forgotten Realms? Yeah, it's set on the desert world of Aethys. Uh, I think that's how it's spelled. Um, so, yeah, it's just a part of the Forgotten Realms. Okay, so same same world, same, yes. but uh, different area. And if area. we're wrong, please let us know. <laughs> I did a lot of research for this. So, yes, I'm kind of excited. There's a lot of stuff coming up between now and 2024. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Uh, how many outdated books we'll have between now and then. <laughs> so now for our cheesesteak review. This is a little bit different because I was in the city for some stuff and I told Kev, hey, you want me to pick something want me to pick something up from Reading Terminal? If you're not familiar with Reading Terminal, it's this really cool kind of food indoor kind of like mall. Um, that's been around for a very long time and they have all these different foods you can um, grab from. So I went to um, Denick's which is called the Nick's Roast Pork and Beef. So it actually started in 1918 in South Philly, which is still a very big Italian neighborhood with lots of restaurants. So this offshoot started in the 70s. So they do a couple different sandwiches. They'll do like, we had the roast pork, but they do roast beef and meatballs and other Italian kind of sandwiches. Hmm. Um, I got a just a roast pork and beef with some provolone. It comes on a seeded roll. I skipped the broccoli rob, and now that we both think about it, <laughs> we should have had it with the broccoli rob. I thought it was good. It's always like it's always like an exciting thing to go to the Knicks and like mm. Reading Terminal. You get online, you get your sandwich, and yeah, um, it's very exciting. I gave it a three out of five. Yeah, I think you kind of felt the same. I'm thinking about three out of five. It was it was good. It was nice. It could have used a little something extra. So yeah. maybe uh, some other ingredients or toppings would have uh, kicked it up a notch. Yeah, that was my fault. I mean, it wasn't a bad sandwich, but it was good. I you know I did enjoy it. I just thought, you know, next time I will go with whatever they tell me to put on it. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, let's talk about what's making us happy. Recently, we downloaded the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and Mass Effect 2 was always one of my favorite games. So I've never played through 1 or 3. So I've been real excited. I've, I've yeah, just recently finished Mass Effect 1. Uh, it was really cool to play through. Just started Mass Effect 3. Uh, you're loving it too, right? You're oh, yeah, no, this is my first time playing through it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's been a lot of fun. What's making me happy is the Animal Crossing new updating DLC that comes out in November just before my birthday. So I'm excited about that. And we bought tickets for PAX Unplugged. Hopefully we'll feel better about attending, but it wasn't, they didn't have it last year. So we've gone every year since they've had it here in Philadelphia. Yeah. So we're hoping, even with the lower attendance, everyone has to be vaccinated and stuff that we can still enjoy ourselves safely. Yeah, we're, we're really excited. Uh, it's been one of our favorite events. Mm -hmm. Uh, it has uh, just recently anna finally announced that they're happening, that they're started selling tickets. So we already got ours. Yep. We're excited. Yep. Uh, should be a lot of fun. 
So yeah, I think that's it for us today. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Dragons with Wiz, on Facebook on uh, Cheesesteaks and Dragons. So we're looking forward to it. So thank you for listening. Yeah. See y'all next time.